Welcome to Guidos Bros, where we ask better questions. Because having the answers is just not good enough. everybody hello i'm i'm jeremiah i'm the brother and i'm the other brother awesome uh today we are we we always when we meet we have a question uh our whole thing is asking a better question so i'm gonna lead in with uh something that we've we've uh, uh we both sort of been hit by this week uh there's so I, I i was i was having this this thought and the the thought was there's a million things coming at us right now. You know, the, the election is a year away. It's a big deal. And there's, we're just getting bombarded with information. We have limited time, energy, and resources. Yeah, everybody knows that. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that we have limited time, energy, and resources. So the, the question becomes, when, when we're being thrown all of this stuff, if we're being told to have these particular conversations, what are we being distracted from talking about? It's, it's one thing to talk about all of the things that they want us to talk about. It's another thing to talk about what it is they don't want us to talk about. So my initial question, just as a starting spot, is what are we being distracted from that we should be talking about? Yeah. And okay. So I, I got into this, this, the same way where I see all this talk about the election coming up and, and we thought this independent of each other. So we're just going about our day to day, you know, for the past week or two, uh, day to day activities. And, and, and I had the same kind of thought where I'm like, Hey, I, I keep getting bombarded and, and, and I, I know what they, the, the infamous they want us to sort of s- discuss. And, and I'm like, okay, as a, as a sciencey person, what sometimes the absence of information is the data. And so I'm like, okay, if I'm being told to, to, to look here and look here and look here, where, where are the things that I'm supposed to be looking at? Where are those located? What, what is, what are those items? And so that's what I started asking myself. I'm like, okay, I get, I get that these topics are important. I'm not downplaying them intentionally because I disagree. I think some of the items are important, but I think there are some items that are also important that are not being pushed and, and I want to know what those are. So that's what I asked myself as well. And I guess I can take the first stab at maybe redirecting this and then you can kind of come in and see. So if we're being told on one hand, so if you're looking at the the resources or the the media on the right, you know they're they're pushing, um, and this is all from the Pew Research. So I'm kind of looking at it uh, while talking about it here. But they're the the right side is saying, hey, we got to look at inflation and the economy and uh, the budget and immigration, and so you're getting those. And then on the left side, they're saying, okay, no, we got to look at at uh, at gun violence and climate change and healthcare and the, the, the race and gender issue. And so we're like, okay, you're being pulled this way. You're being pulled that way. 
So, so I'm thinking, where where are the the real items? Those are real. They're real. They're tangible. You can identify them um, to varying degrees. But where are the the real items? And then I started to connect pieces. I'm like, wait a minute. These they're playing against each other. They're like they're 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 pitting us against each other. That's what that's what this is. And everyone knows this. This is not like that's not groundbreaking. Whatever. To but some people it is. To some people it might be, but <laughs> to the vast majority of of free thinkers and and you know quasi-intelligent folks, they're like, okay, yeah, duh, I get that. You're not telling me anything I don't know. I'm just gonna turn the podcast off now. I don't care. Whatever. But here's where I kind of <laughs> went with this. Like, so if if it's obvious, if they're pitting against us against each other. You know, wh- whether you're on the right or the left, or if you're in the center and you're like, I don't know which way to go, whatever. Maybe, maybe the whole distraction is they want us to focus on being enemies or being against each other so that we can't go in the same direction. Like they're there because there's so much more in common than, than are different. They have to highlight the differences to exacerbate that. Right. And then I would say that that's also pretty obvious. So there might be a few more people who don't know that, but there's still a lot that do. So where do we go from there? If, if the idea is to distract and we can't identify what we're be distract, what we are being distracted from, but you can say that the distraction is the point because then we can't point in the same direction then why don't they want us to point in the same direction? Why? That's uh, okay. Uh, let me take a stab at this then. All right. If we can't go the same way, the question is why I had already written that down as well uh, as you were talking. All right. I, I'll propose something and then I want to hear your thoughts. So in the political arena, from as far as I can tell, uh, when we know we have limited time, energy, and resources, politicians, just like the ordinary person, you know, you, me, everybody out there, uh, there's this built-in selfishness to the vast majority. Mm-hmm. It's not a selfless, uh, for some, it actually is selfless. But the vast majority, it's not. It's very selfish. They're there because they want the benefits that you and I can't have. They want the the perks of being famous and being known and being written in history or whatever. They have their reasons. They're selfish in, in, in a lot of cases with very few exceptions. There probably are some exceptions. Um, so if, if it's selfish, uh, which I think is a reasonable starting point because – uh, you know, the vast majority, I think it's pretty easy to tell they have their own self-motivating purposes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> then maybe by creating enough confusion about what truly is important, I think about it in the aftermath of the election, they could do whatever the hell they want. Because mm-hmm. they've promised 10,000 things. There is no way they're going to be able to do all of them. And they're contradicting each other. Not really, actually, because you said inflation, immigration, budget. 
those are mandatory required pieces that they have to look at anyway. But if they stay silent to those, they can do whatever they want. Whereas they can come in hard talking about guns, climate, healthcare, race. And then when they get elected, well, we have to deal with inflation, immigration, and budget. It's not optional. We have no choice. Legally, we have to, because those are required parts of our job. And so now they can do whatever they want. They can be like, well, you know, I, I know I said big on the guns, big on the guns. Like we're going to, we're going to get rid of guns. We're going to create these lists and all this stuff. But at the end they can go, yeah, but I'm, I'm being shackled and I have to deal with these other things because they won't let me not deal with these things. And so now they have the freedom to go in there. Well, a couple of things, maybe one, go in there and do not a damn thing. Right. Sure. Because then you can go be ultimately lazy and like, well, I, you know, oh, they won't, uh, you know, it's division, mm-hmm. division, division. Or I can go in there, do whatever I want and say, hey, I was limited. I wanted to do these things that I promised, but I couldn't. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's what they're doing, but it seems like a reasonable, it doesn't seem like a big leap of assumptions. Uh, I, you know, I recently just side note, I recently did the, uh, a conspiracy podcast and I talked about the incremental, you know, step one inch, step another inch, step another inch, step two inches, step two inches, step four inches. And pretty soon we're jumping over grand Canyon side assumptions. Right, right, right. Yeah. Anyway. No, I, I, yeah, it's hard to, it it's hard to grab on to like an actual motivation uh for what the distractions are really like how they're purposed because because that's getting into the the mind of the individual or group that's <clears throat> or the group dynamics that are i guess considering these things right because they they could have differing uh time frames for what they're goals or agenda might be right so like on the right side their their goals might be uh you know more in the realm of let's say five years and i'm just throwing out numbers it doesn't mean anything and maybe on the left side their goals are more 10 15 years down the road right like so that so so if that's the case then they're you can try to pinpoint what the motivations are but if they're not maybe maybe the right side has a 25 or 30 year plan and uh, the left side has like a five or a 10 year plan. And now the motivations shift a little bit. And so you're trying to, since you don't know the ultimate objective, you can get snippets of it from time to time, but you can't really grab onto it, especially since even within the left or within the right, there's division. And, and with that, it makes it even more convoluted to figure out, okay, if these are the agenda pieces, and their motivations differ so widely then how can you how can you how can you try to understand um why they want us to focus on this versus this and and that makes it super challenging and and quite frankly i mean that could also just be the point it's it's we're yeah. we're trying so hard to to identify what the motivations are, what the end objective is, we get snippets of it. So we get just enough to think we know, to think we understand. And, and then that becomes the driving force for the conflict between 
you know, members of one single party or between the parties. And, and that again, it just, it keeps redirecting us. And, and I, so I come back to the point is if, if, if that is the objective, if the objective is to sow confusion and distrust and conflict, then why don't they stinking want us to point in the same direction when most of us really just want to do that? It's because you can't, you can't run a family or a business or a government if, if you're not on the same vision path. It doesn't work. That's why companies have vision statements. Does the U.S. government have a vision statement? I'm okay. Well, that's an interesting question. <clears throat> I would say, uh, yeah, you've got the Constitution, uh, the Declaration of Independence. Yes, now, but but those things get marginalized today because they were created during a time where we were a lesser people, meaning we were uh, it, the the system was built. Uh, during a time where we were expressing our, uh, our racism in a way that was completely dysfunctional, um, un- unhealthy, unethical. Uh, and today it would be illegal actually. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, and so we, you know, the, I, I watch as, as people do this all the time. It's so frustrating to me. <clears throat> I watch as people say, well, that document doesn't matter. Because it was written during a time where race uh, racism was legal. That doesn't mean the vision was crap. It means the 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 system, the way it was set up at that time, was crap, right? Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, you know, three fifths of a person. Who like who thinks that's reasonable? Today, that seems like at the time that was an incremental step better than what the world had ever seen before that because right the the idea of cross contaminating cultures before that was like insane right like, no no you don't go and socialize with that group like that was the mentality and so you know the idea that they were trying to mix things up was already monumentally different that doesn't mean it was there so you also said uh, you were you were talking about the motivations, and I gotta say, it makes me wonder. So that was a little my little antidote. This is my my question. We know that the disparity within a race is greater than the disparity between race. So, for instance, if mm-hmm. you if this is you can go look at this. I mean, this is all accessible research out there. Mm-hmm. The disparity between whites, let's say, is, you know, say, say something like, you know, a foot long where the disparity between whites and blacks is eight inches long. All right. Now that's an oversimplification, but because, you know, you've got all these different categorical things to consider. Mm -hmm. That being said, as a framework, my mind went to that and then said, wait a minute. What if the disparity between Republicans is actually greater than the disparity between Republicans and Democrats? 
the the within is greater than or the disparity between ah. the Democrats is greater yeah. than the despair. And what we're doing is pitting each other, you know, in, in terms of stance, the yeah. Republicans and Democrats, we're, we're seeing this. We're putting each other against each other as if that's the bigger issue. But the bigger issue might actually be within the party itself. Yeah. So, okay. So what you just said kind of makes me think of, and maybe I don't, I'm trying to formulate this question because I just thought of it, but what if, so, and we're not talking about gender specifically, but I'm going to use this as a, as a thing. So if, if, if you were to ask uh, a certain group of people, how many genders there are, they'll say there are two genders and it's based on sex and, 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 and then that's it. And then others will say, no, it's, there could be hundreds or thousands or infinite because it's on a spectrum. Right. And so, but, but in the same, in the same category, if you were to say, are you a Republican or a Democrat? They'll say, well, you're either one or the other. And then, <laughs> right? then, then I might even use if the, you're an independent or a constitutionalist, they're like, right. no, you're right. still one or the like, whatever. right. Because if you lean one way, that makes you that. So, so I'm saying, okay, so what if, what if the spectrum is really within the political nature, not so much as, you know, in the gender, right? So I'm not saying one's right and one's wrong, but, but maybe there's a spectrum. Maybe there's an infinite number of political categories and you fall <laughs> somewhere in that. But one side will say, okay. And the other side will say not. So how, do you know where I'm going with that? Like, yeah, where... the the whole spectrum conversation. Um, okay, so w w let's let's be clear. <clears throat> um, you you brought up two things, so I got to. I know. Them both. I know. I know. I, I, I'm going to start with the political conversation. Uh, it, it it has to be on a spectrum. The, to me, from where I sit, there's there's no other way it can be, because. Uh, when you okay so fundamentally what we have is some people uh who lean towards it, the way to run things is a or b that's what they're saying fundamentally mm -hmm. you know one is a top down one is a bottom up mm -hmm. that's i mean when you look at the two different ideas that's what you come to is one is a top down model one is a bottom-up model, mm -hmm. right? And when you look at it, the top-down model is the Democrat model. The bottom-up model is the Republican model. Whether you like that or not, that's fundamentally what both of the what each of those is. Mm -hmm. So that's the discrepancy that people point to. The, the government needs to be involved in this and this and this. No, constitutionally, the government only needs to be involved in this and this and this. The rest, they stay the heck out of. Right? That's right. fundamentally the difference. Okay. And so when I'm, when I'm looking at this and I'm going, hmm, what's the difference then? Like, I, I, my question is still, okay. So you've got that one fundamental piece politically. Everything else falls on the spectrum. 
that's what we're coming to is there that we're being binary uh, you know in in the in the sense that you you fundamentally believe that the top down model or the bottom up model but every single topic everything economics everything from foreign affairs from you know the education all of them are on a spectrum so you could have somebody who says top down but they believe exactly the same thing as somebody who's saying bottom up, but in that particular category. So it has to be on a spectrum because topic wise, it's on a spectrum. Fundamentally. So, so let's, let's, all right. So uh, again, I know that that was, that was the binary within the, the spectrum that I just gave you. When we look at it from the the gender model, it's the same thing. The binary is the biology. The 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 falsification of biology that we're seeing is is what we're, we people think they can literally change their anatomy, but they can't. The biology is the binary. But the idea that you can have a sensitive man is the reality. You right, can right, have, right. You yeah. can have, when you do it on a masculine, feminine scale, mm-hmm. you can have, it, that is a spectrum. Some right. dudes cry at movies. Some dudes don't. And, you know, culturally, we're, we're, are men being told you, you should be tough and you should have a job and you should do this? Yes, that is absolutely, you know, it comes down culturally from the top down. But from the bottom up, if more and more men cry at movies and, you know, and, and prioritize the family over the job, okay. I mean, that's just a shift. You know, I, when I talk about it in terms of culture, mm-hmm. I, I always say it's it, it's always, always, when you look at the social science material, it always starts from the individual. Right. One person can change the entire world and routinely does. When we look back in history, one person, yeah. And it's not always the person who gets recognized as changing the world, right? Mm-hmm. It's, uh, you know, uh, Michael Jordan changed the world because of his Air Jordans. Uh, he didn't design them. He didn't, he didn't mm-hmm. make them, right? You can watch that Nike show. There's a movie, no, a movie on Nike and, and, and the way that the Air Jordan was mm-hmm. was came into existence, I mean, did did Michael Jordan have an integral part in changing the footwear of the future of what we know now? Absolutely, because he popularized the design. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, I mean, I I went down a couple, well, like three rabbit holes, maybe four. Yeah. What are your thoughts? No, no, it's, it's cool. I, it's frustrating, uh, because, because you want to think that we all can 
get on the same page while still differing in our specific views of certain things. Like you want to think that we can do that because you want to believe in, in the, the humanity of, of a, you know, of a group of people that belong to like the same nation or the same, like for us, it's going to be us centric. So we want to believe that we can do it. Um, but when we're being bombarded with information that are, that are trying to push pit us against each other rather than finding common ground and pushing forward, it's, it's really frustrating to think that so many of us buy into that and, and, and then, and then do exactly what it feels like we're being pushed towards because we're going to have an election and it's going to be, it's going to be a very adversarial uh, and, and it's really sad to think about. I think, I guess, I guess my biggest takeaway from what you said is that if the same, if, if we don't have a vision statement and the same direction is towards the idea that the constitution was written very well in a time where we weren't at our best and we still might not be at our best, but we're moving towards our best, then, then we got to get back to what that vision statement is. Just like every company that you read about that, that falls by the wayside and makes a comeback story. It's, they always say, well, you know what we did? We said, let's get back to the basics. So let's just, let's, let's right. find our vision statement, which was actually written very well originally. And we moved away from it. Let's go back to that and re- recover what we once were and make us and become better. And you think of that, like my favorite, um, my favorite book, uh, hands down ever I read in fifth grade is my shadow ran fast. And it's all about the belief that you can royally jack up your life. You can be, you can, you can start wrong, you know, like, 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 like the vast majority of this world started wrong. They were wrong in China. They were wrong in Europe. They were wrong in Africa. They were wrong everywhere, you know, but can we be better? Can we learn from each other cross-culturally you know, even within our own mental framework, can we become better people? And, uh, uh, well, let me get, let me go back to my shadow run fast by Bill Sands. I want to give you the full reference, um, because he screwed up his life. He went to prison, did this and, and he became reformed and a better person. Can we become a better group of people here in America? Can we do that? Yes, we can. If we recover our vision, our vision statement, the U S constitution, you know, I've seen the, the, the stickers and the memes that say, you know, it, it, it does not need to be rewritten. It needs to be reread. It needs to be reread in the context of let's understand it for what it was and what it is and what it could be and, and get back to that because we, the people was not gender specific. We, the people was not race specific. It was written broadly enough to encapsulate the in- humanity, humans, people, right? That's what it was written as, and it did it wrong, but it can it can do it right. And we are where we are now because of that, and we can be better. And it needs, to, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's, so. so I guess my final question is, can people be pointed in the right direction, the same direction 
and recapture our vision statement and, and stop being distracted, which might be the ultimate goal, ultimate goal. Can we do that as a, as a group? That's my, I guess that's where I'm going to leave it. Yeah. Okay. So let's, let's take a stab at that. Uh, Cause I, I think, um, there's there's this uh this trans theoretical change model and um it was interesting i i wasn't expecting this to come to my mind i was actually going a different way which i may come back to but the the idea okay so in this the trans theoretical change model the idea of uh how people change or grow right it's a growth model is essentially what it is you have this pre-contemplative state so it's like, I don't even realize anything's wrong. I'm just, doo, 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 doo. here we go. There's a blindness, a, uh, you know, we've got, you know, we always have blind spots to a degree, uh, less than, uh, you know, less as we open our minds to the possibility that we're blind, more if we pretend we know, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, pre-contemplative. It means I don't even realize I'm just naively going through the world. Yip, yip, yip. Uh, then you go to contemplation. That's the idea of I'm open. I'm considering that something might be, and now most of the contemplation mm-hmm. begins because of pain, unfortunately, right? We, mm-hmm. we hurt. Now, some people get really good at saying, I am going to pay attention to the pains of others so that I can grow from their experience as opposed to wait until I'm suffering the way they are suffering. Uh uh And so they can, they can learn it vicariously through other people. Uh, But most people, they don't function that way. That, that takes a lot of uh, practice of like, okay, I've Uh had this pain, but I, I, even though I'm experiencing it, I've experienced this by seeing or experiencing others in relationship Uh with others. And so they can learn through them. So that's the contemplation phase. Um, then you go to a preparation. Okay. I clearly can tell something is wrong because I've contemplated it and I stayed open to it. And here's what I believe, what I think, uh, what I feel like it is, right? These, all these different ways of, of getting to the point of, uh, of, of preparation. Now I got to do something about it. And so I go into this preparation or planning phase. And then I go, so, uh, uh, and then I go into this, okay, now I have a plan, right? That would be like the vision. Mm -hmm. And then I go into the action phase, right? I, I've got to put it into action to vet it out, to test it out. In the science model, that would be, you know, okay, I'm going to run the experiment. Here we go. I think I'm onto something. I'm pretty sure I'm onto something because I, I did my, my work there at the uh, uh, contemplation phase and um, all of that stuff. And then, you know, so I go into that. And then the very last part, and this is the part that most people, in my opinion, suck at. So you go pre-contemplation, contemplation, preparation, action, maintenance. You have to have a review process. Mm-hmm. You have to. It's not optional. And we suck at that. We're like, well, I tried. <laughs> and they they go back into the pre-contemplative state of mind. 
but if you do this model right, it may start pre-contemplative. You never return there. You go to maintenance, you go back to contemplation. You go to maintenance, you go back to contemplation and you keep that loop going. And that's the growth model, right? Now, as something mm-hmm. else comes into our purview, we then will take that. Well, so I guess my question is, how do we wake people up to having a vision at all, which led me to the part where I thought I was going to go directly to it, but then you kept going with that other stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, I said, how many people have their vision? Like uh, literally written down. I, over the last, I don't know, 10 years or so, I have routinely gone back to this single document that I've been working on. Uh, I call it Jeremiah on the issues. And I think the politicians have given you all, me, you, Jason, Mm -hmm. also, a format. Every one of them does a, you know, a me on the issues. That's what I've titled mine too. Mm -hmm. And I'm not a politician, but if every citizen that can vote, every citizen that can vote were to do a, your name on the issues, you would have your vision and you'd be able to identify people more easily who share your vision on the issues. Okay. So yes. And I know we're, we're about ready yeah. to wrap this up, but yep, yep. I think, I like that idea of having your vision on the, on the issues, but I think you have, I think you have to back up one step right before that to have the, the principles or the foundation in which you're building those visions. I think you need to be clear. You don't have to tell everyone what those are, but you have to be clear in your own mindset, what those principles are that build your vision on those. So, yeah. so you know how like companies will have, they'll have the, they'll have like a, a, these are our guiding principles. Yeah. And then if they do it right, those guiding principles will, will flow into a, a vision statement and, right. and they'll, they'll align. And then that vision statement will flow into a mission statement. And then all three will align. Because yes. if they don't align, then there's, there's no, then the foundation is broken from the beginning. So you have all three. And then if you do it even more right, each department within that organization has their own mission statement, um, and their guiding principles. They should all align right to that same vision and, and mission statement, right? So, so if you do it right, they, they all encapsulate what is the ultimate goal, which points us in the same direction. Mm-hmm. And so I think. It, it could be something that we, I'm just, I'm just wondering, like, it could be something where we, I mean, do the viewers even want that? Like, do, because I could tell you sort of mine, right. And maybe not right now, but I'm I'm just curious if anyone is listening is like, do you care? I mean, do you want to know? Cause I, I kind of have my guiding principles. I have okay, sort no, of just, just label them, do it like right go. now. Yeah, go. Be on time, do things right, know your job and make things make sense. Those are my four guiding principles that, that, that's interesting that guide me in, in, in how I run my own personal life, how I work with my family. 
uh, how I run my business, how I teach, uh, you know, lessons in class or whatever it is. I, I, I do those four things. And, and those four point me in the right point. They make me guide what I do constant. Okay. So yeah, I'm going to challenge you here. I know we got to get wrapped up here, but yeah. like, I'm going to challenge you on this anyway, Yeah, because those are values. Principles are the things that make you pick those in my view. Like okay, when yes, I, yes. True. So, so my principles or my pillars, I call them pillars or yeah, principles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mine are God, family, friends, which family and friends goes in one link. Sure. It's uh, uh, my calling. So I used to call it my work, but I call it my calling because if I'm not doing the the mission that's for God, it is just work. Right. But if I'm doing, if I'm serving God in my family, then it's a calling. So I, I've changed that over the years. Sure. And growth, growth, the idea that I'm going to keep changing. Like if I were a politician, I'd be one of those really crappy politicians that grows over time. So what mm-hmm. you see at the beginning isn't what you see at the end by design, right? Those yeah. are the pillars. And from those, I do things like, uh, you know, when, when I show up, it, I work, I work on a different, I work on a Kairos time, not Kronos time. Why? Because my first two values, my, I mean, my first two principles, the value of those is people first. People don't function on time. If a kid needs help at 345, but I'm supposed to be off the clock at 345. What's really important, right? The kid or the clock, right? The, you know, so that's why, of course. Yeah. And like so today. I'll back up, I'll back up one layer as well, because my, mine is, I, I have health, God, family, and education. So, so those are, th- those are, those are, I work in groups of four when I can. So <laughs> if I don't have my health, if I don't have my health, I'm useless to my family. Um, God keeps me centered in, you know, pointed in the direction of, of, of being good and, and understanding that I'm going to make mistakes, but forgiveness is real kind of a thing, you know, and then I've got my family because obviously that's how it works. And then like yours, yours is growth. Mine is just education. I just got to constantly be learning. I don't know it all. And, and I, and I'm open to that. So I guess that builds those other four. That's right. But you see, that's what you were describing. The principles, the values, the vision, the mission, like we, we said exactly the same thing just in, more ordinary language this right right. so hey look folks uh, i appreciate you joining us uh we we've got to run we've got things to do just like you so i appreciate you joining us have a great one thank you for listening please like subscribe and follow you can go to guidosbros.com that's g-u-i-d-o-s-b-r-o-s.com for additional content (laughs) 